And to the baby in need of heart surgery whose parents don't want him to receive vaccinated blood have been placed in the guardianship of the court. The surgery will go ahead. So what next? Auckland University Law Professor Mark Hennehan's with us. Mark, morning. Good morning, Mike. Was it ever going to go any other way in court yesterday? I don't think so. Um, I think the evidence is pretty strong that uh, that using this blood is not going to cause any harm. It's been used, according to the judge, millions of times before from um, vaccinated people, and there's been no no evidence of of, of harm. It's, uh, it's standard practice internationally. So I think there was a lot of evidence to su- to support the view that using this particular blood is not going to cause any harm. I can understand the parents' concern. We did have that case which was mentioned in the judgment in Dunedin where the young man you know, had a reaction and had a heart problem and died after the vaccination. These are very, very rare, but of course, you know, anything's possible in medicine, but the, the, the great bulk of the evidence and the great bulk of peer-reviewed articles were that this is the, uh, this is the way that uh, it has to go. But it's interesting in this case, there was a lot of comment made that there was a lot more requests for people saying we want bespoke blood, we want blood from non-vaccinated people. And the judge went into that as well and said that in itself causes, causes risk because you've to go through those test processes, and yeah. the judge said, you know, so so either way. But I, I think the good thing the judge did do, I think here, Mike, and you know this well, he did try to say that. Well, he did say, I think the parents were loving and were concerned, and probably you'll know this well too. That the hospitals are very busy, especially Starship, and the initial consultation about it was had, had to be done under urgency. The parents probably felt they were they were kind of pushed into a decision, and the other supporters said to them. There was evidence that someone had said to them that there were examples of children dying at the hospital because of blood transfusion. So you can understand parents getting confused with that sort of information and, and with the pressure of having to make a decision in a mature period of time. So I understand, I think, he understood their concerns, but the evidence that we have so far showed that this was the right decision to make here. Does it set a precedent? Well, I think every case in these cases, I mean, generally the courts over the years have made lots of decisions. We've had decisions with regard to Jehovah's Witnesses and, and the doctors in this case, to be very fair to them, they did try a procedure with a balloon to try and avoid having an operation that didn't work. And I know doctors try to use non-blood products as much as they can for Jehovah's Witnesses, but there comes a point where blood is the only thing that can be used. And in this particular case, plasma has to be used and you can't just use plasma from one person. It's a mixture of blood donors. So there's a lot of reasons why they had to go about it in this particular way. And it's, it's laid out pretty clearly um, in the judgment. So I understand the parents, they probably think this has been thrown upon them. They've got supporters there who, again, I'm sure have genuine beliefs that, that this is not a good thing. But on risk, even using the blood they want to use, that was sent is creating potentially more risk than, than using the, the blood from the blood service. What about this business? Well, look, I've solved my own problem, Your Honour, and I've got a whole bunch of people. Is that setting a precedent as well? You can't go to court with your own solution and get a judgment in your favour. No, I think that's right. I mean, I think at the end of the day, the court has to stand back from it and look at all the evidence and say what's what's best for the particular for the particular child in these particular circumstances. And it was interesting, the, the main witness for the um, for the parents was from Canada. And I noticed he was, he was from a veterinary clinic. Now, he wasn't a veterinary college. He wasn't a clinician. He had given evidence in an earlier case in the High Court with regard to using uh, vaccinated blood, which had been rejected by the High Court. I'm not saying he doesn't know his stuff, but obviously there wasn't a lot of weight put on it. The other evidence was from people who didn't have expertise with regard to blood donations, and we had I mean, not that, that the uh, hospital authorities had uh, immunologists and other people who had done a lot of research in this particular area. So the weight of the evidence was fairly strong, I think, in this particular case. That doesn't necessarily overcome people's concerns, because anything can go wrong in medicine. I think they cited the example of the hep C blood hadn't been tested in the past and there were some problems with that. So, so there, there, are, there are always some issues, and you'll know, the anxiety might not acknowledge is perfect. So there is always some risk, but 
in terms of this particular operation, which was urgent, this was the best way to go and eliminate yeah. you know, risk. What, 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 the, what the parents wanted was to prove that the blood would be absolutely safe, and that's, that's impossible in exactly. any way. Precisely. Yeah. Mark, appreciate your expertise very much. I'm Mark Hennan, who's with the Auckland University Law Professor. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem half. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.